Welcome back, gamers, to another exciting episode of Mediocre Gamers. I am the, your host, INF Rebel. Joined by always is my favorite peanut M&M, DMI Patriot, the left Twix to my right Twix package. Today we'll be discussing a multitude of items, including some video games, going to the movies. Yes, that's right. We went to a movie theater in public. Brave Twice. Corona almost died. Twice. Yes. And saw an amazing movie and a okay movie. Um, let's just get jump right into it. Back in the movie theater. Um, I loved it. I've missed the movie theater. There's just some things you've got to see on the big screen. And, you know, they the, we go to Cinemark. And so they have all these, you know, things in place. They have this safety coordinator person. And they had back to theater prices. So a popcorn and a pop was only like five or six bucks, which is crazy. Usually dropping like $20 on this crap, but it was nice. And then your seats, you get a pick. And then they blocked up two seats in both directions just to give you space. Which is a dream for you because you hate people. I hate people. I usually, before you had the seating thing, I always made whoever I went with sit a seat apart. Even ladies, I don't care. I want my elbow space. Don't talk to me. It's a movie. Um, but yeah, I loved it. It was great. We um, we saw the New Mutants and we saw Tenet. Well, um, we'll start out with New Mutants. Personally, kind of an introduction, a little different for the X-Men type of thing. Um, it was okay. It was kind of kind of weird. But I mean, it's kind of like an origin story for these like these mutants. But at the same time, I don't know. It was it was it's different, and I could see why. I mean, they had how many revisions and recasts? I mean, the movie got pushed back like two years. But I mean, it got a lot of people are saying it was the worst X Men movie ever made. I don't really agree with that. It was, you know, it was kind of weird. You got to see these troubled kids come together. You got to see these different mutant powers, and yeah. Yeah, I I've, I personally loved it. I think um, I don't really have an expectation for X-Men movies at all. Um, <laughs> just because they're, they are such a mixed bag. Um, like, I love... Be, because ultimately you have, like, the kind of uh, origin stories of, of, way back in the early 2000s when that, that those um, came out. And then you started getting into the... the, um, the what was those the younger where it showed the younger versions of yeah the first stuff. class yeah the first class yeah so and that that was okay I didn't really like those and then that Phoenix garbage that came out which ruined everything that I loved about X Men um, I mean you can't have a Phoenix first- story with without Hulk or with without Wolverine, Wolverine. Hulk yeah idiot. I mean because yeah. I know they're that's the thing. Like these these companies are ruining these movies because they all own different rights. But I mean, the first X Men, you know, I enjoyed it. I, although they made Rogue like worthless and like she, I didn't really care for that because you know I grew up with the cartoon. She always said share or honey or whatever, and she was grown. She could fly. And then you know it's Anna Paquin who's a, she's an amazing actress and basically just got kidnapped to siphon power through. And then X Men Two kind of gave a backstory on Wolverine and Striker, and then kind of foreshadowing kind of Jean Grey Phoenix power. And then the third one was kind of stupid. Yeah. And then it kind of started to go downhill for there for me. Um, yeah. The Wolverine origin story, I didn't really care for those because they jumped all over. It was like his original origin story, how he got started. That stupid Deadpool with Reynolds, they just completely, <laughs> what was that, man? That was stupid. And then they just jumped to a different genre and went to, like, the Japanese Wolverine where he's a samurai. And then they jumped again to Old Man Logan. So there was, like, yeah. no consistency with this the Wolverine. Yeah. At least in Deadpool, it's following the same timeline. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, it was good. You got to see these, you know, these young actors. Um, kind of, you know, troubled use that, you know, you kind of get a glimpse of like, you know, they're different and they got treated different and they got abused and bullied and stuff like that because they came, you know, they really didn't get their powers until they were, you know, hit puberty, you know? Yeah. So I personally I like that aspect of it, but yeah, I really liked it. I liked the, um, that the fact that they used, um, mutants that were obscure. Yeah. 
I like that too. The only thing I didn't like is that the bad guy was the one mutant's powers that fed on your fears. And, I mean, I, that, loved, that, that was, I loved that. I loved it. I did. That was stupid to me, man. It it's was. A, I mean, they could have done so much other shit. And then, you know, I'd like to see the story continue now that they're, it broke out, but I don't think it is because it got crushed with the reviews. You know, I know we've talked before about getting like a Netflix or, you know, Prime or something, getting a TV show of this and you can build and do so much more with these yeah. you know, live action so TV series. I mean, it got a 53% on Rotten Tomatoes for an audience score, which isn't horrible. Um, but it's not it's not great either. Um, I think it had a lot of hype. I think that I think, but you have to also think that a lot of people aren't going to see it because of COVID. So a lot of people aren't going to the movies. So the story isn't necessarily going to be told um, in the movie theater. I think it'll once it hits the second uh, second market of DVDs and rentals, I think that will really tell the story of how good this movie actually is. Yeah a lot of like resurgence where like movies were kind of bad but for whatever reason they really pick up like on netflix like um for example the movie seventh son i never even heard about it and it's one of the top streamed movies on netflix so i started to watch it the night i fell asleep but you do get to see these you know second chances or these kind of forgotten gems that pop up on the streaming services and not only that it reaches you know different audiences like back in the day like when we went and saw a movie you know, word of mouth that took a while to get around whether it was good or bad. Now it's instantaneous, you know, social media, even, you know, online. It's yeah, like boom. even before it even comes out, you have you have reviews from critics that are, you know, a week in advance and it it can destroy a movie that like, Yeah, I mean any Will Ferrell movie that hits it, everybody hates it. But it does great with audiences and same with Adam Sandler. Movies. Never. Yeah. I have never cared about critics ever since Cisco and Ebert. Like I never agreed with them and all the these movies that win like the Academy award. I haven't even seen most of them. Yeah. Like I don't, I have zero desire to see billboards by the sea or Manchester by the billboards or <laughs> whatever. I've never like, seen I Manchester have... by the sea or, or, uh, or, uh, the, uh, three billboards woman yeah. and lady of the I've water seen the, i've seen the, like, the like, i've seen the billboards one i saw it's, it's it not, it was it's really not good my, it's not my cup of tea um it's i've tried to watch some of it i'm like this is stupid like i dumb but you know luckily tenant that movie was amazing you're confused for 70 like percent, and then it's like oh here's what's going on I'd like to now, it's like one of those movies you're going to have to watch two or three times. Because the first time you kind of like, okay, you kind of understand it. And then when you go back, you know, I'm excited to rewatch it again, knowing what I know. So that, you know, I can, okay, I'm understanding this more and more and things that are happening and kind of look for different things going on. So, I mean, it was an amazing, it's a fresh idea. You know, it's not this recycled garbage that basically Hollywood's doing is where they're taking like movies from the 70s and 80s and just doing them, remaking them now with new actors. It was a brand new idea. It was amazing. Start to finish, you know, you gripped you, you pulled you in. Amazing acting by, you know, John David Washington and Robert Patterson was outstanding. After seeing him in this role, I am excited for Batman. And that Batman trailer was amazing. We'll get to that later. But you know, everyone has this thing of him as like Cedric Duggery from Harry Potter and, you know, Edward from Twilight. But the guy is a very amazing actor and does a lot of diverse roles. And so I am super excited. The movie blew me away. I had really high expectations and usually I get disappointed and I was not. Nope. No. And, and, um, Going into the movie, I, I heard I saw some critics um, stating that it was like the most um, Christopher Nolan y movie ever. And I would have to double down on that. It absolutely was. You have all the like the siren sounds, the great action sequence that slowed down. And, and it just, it's amazing. As a movie, as a story, I 100% agree um, that it was a fantastic movie. It was. The story was so hard to follow. Actually, yeah. no. The story wasn't hard to follow. The concept of time was hard to follow. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunate 
for me, I had to take a diarrhea <laughs> right when they kind of had the big reveal. And I came back and I was like, Kenny, what I miss? And he goes, everything. I'm like, shit. <laughs> but, you know, they did go on to explain it more. But, I mean, that was the, it was, I can't speak highly enough. I'm, it would be a, a movie I would see a second time in the theater. I mean, it was that good. It was that gripping. Do yourself a favor. Have a date night. Take your kids. They probably won't know what's going on. But yeah. it was, it was, it was a really good movie. Probably the best I've well, it's the best I've seen this year because I haven't been to the movie theater. <laughs> but it was great, and I you won't be disappointed at all. You will be confused. So I, I don't recommend drinking. Uh, you know, a lot of movie theaters you can go have some drinks. That will just make you more confused. Yeah. So yeah, um, I honestly think that uh, John David Washington. Uh, it it was. I won't say breakout role. He's had a lot of great roles. But I think this is by far his best role so uh, to date, and I think it's only going to get better. It, it, yeah, there was, I mean, there were so many things where I saw just little bits of his dad. Little bits, of the, yeah. And and I I mentioned that to you in the theater when I saw it. I was like, oh my god, that just like it was that was he was his dad. Then. Yeah, I mean Denzel, he basically led the crusade for you know black actors, man. I mean everything that he wouldn't compromise his values and stuff. And I mean, David, you know, his son, you know, he was a star football player. He was on Ballers. He was in the Black Klansman. But I mean, this was him as, you know, basically the lead, you know, and it was him. And he was amazing throughout. I mean, the, the kid, I, I'm really excited to see stuff from him in the future. You know, I loved him in Ballers. That's my, that was my first introduction to him. And I thought he was great. And then, you know, and the sky's the limit for him. Yeah, so I am super excited about his future and, you know. And I liked it that it was an action movie, so I hope that it starts bringing him in um, um, into action movies a little bit more. Um, I think that that'll be a, a great role for him um, moving forward. Yeah, um, we're also going to touch on Chadwick Boseman. Usually, I don't really care about celebrity deaths, but this guy was so talented and so amazing. And you know, he was. He brought Black Panther to life and he gave, you know, the African Americans and, you know, black people across the world a superhero to identify with that they haven't seen. And it was really sad. And, you know, people are making jokes a few months ago that he went from Black Panther to Crack Daddy or whatever, or something stupid. But, you know, he was been fighting colon cancer for years and never told anybody. And I watched an actual video. Um he got a scholarship from Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington paid for his college. And so that's how he came to be. And he was talking about his first role on the soap opera. And he asked about the background, you know, about his, the parents, his mother was a heroin addict and his dad left. And he, and he decided right then and there, he's not going to play these roles. He doesn't want to do, play these stereotypical black men roles. And, you know, a lot of people don't think he was going to get it. Just as agents, like you're probably not going to get work for a while. You're, label is difficult but i mean jokes on them because he everything he's done you know 42 you know um james uh brown everything he's just so talented and amazing and he did lose a great guy he's not only a great actor but a great human being as well yeah and i re- and i really hope they don't recast i hope they either you know like his sister takes on the mantle or um uh the head the head uh like female warrior, I can't think of her. Think of her. Siri and yeah, Siri's a I'll call you or something like that. Yeah, Siri's a, a sister, I think. Yeah. So I, I hope they, you know, maybe they make one of them that. And then I saw a post that said, you know, maybe they use um, the ending of Endgame, like when everyone come back to life and they bring back Killmonger, but this time he's good because Michael B. Jordan is so phenomenal actor as well. Yeah. Yes. So I'm. You know, I'm really excited to see what they do. I really hope they don't recast it just because it was such an iconic role. And you saw, like, all the stuff he did and all the, you know, the black people out there. Like, we finally got something. But if they did do something and made, like, one of the women the Black Panther, you know, that would let the black women get that empowerment that all the men felt. Yeah. So. I believe I believe in the comics, his sister did end up taking over and was Black Panther um, at one point. So I, I'm not, I'm not huge, um. Uh, comic book fan on the on the Black Panther side, um, but I believe there was there was a story uh, plot behind that. 
Um, I'm not a hundred percent. So yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of stuff they could do, and I know there's a lot. There's petitions going to not to recast. So I mean, I don't, I I don't see him recasting. I, I, he is, he's, he's Black Panther, like 100. percent That's that's just the way I see it. But I mean, Uh, I'd hate to see that franchise die too. You know, I don't hope they do something, or maybe they even give it to Mbaku, who I thought, you know, Winston Duke, that guy's phenomenal as well, man. Um, I'm really excited to see what they do. I hope they keep it alive. And they figure something out to keep that character. Because um, we've seen, the, you know, badass superhero women. You know, you got Wonder Woman with Gail got it. You got, you know, Scarlett Johansson doing Black Widow and all this stuff. So I hope they do something with it. Yeah. I just wanted to pop, pop that in because that just happened. Um, let's go on to the Batman trailer that we saw with Robert Patterson. That, I it looks to me like the villain is the Riddler. Kind of yes. what I saw. And I am super pumped for that. I learned my lesson with Heath Ledger. It looks absolutely amazing. I have super high hopes for this. I've always loved Batman. And I really hope they get it right. And I'm really excited for it, especially after seeing his role in Tenet. I mean, it looks like they're going to knock it out of the park. Yeah, I don't. Unfortunately, production got halted because he has Corona. (laughs) I don't see see it being a bad movie. I thought... um... There was one line in the trailer that came out um, where he says, I am vengeance, and I got goosebumps. And I was like, oh, holy shit. This is like that embodied Batman, I feel. And coming from him, who I was kind of kind of worried about um, being Batman, I I don't think I'm worried about it anymore. I think it's 100. This is this is it. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy about it. I am too. And. There was a like a study that he is the most attractive man in the world scientifically. Learned that on David Spade's show, like his symmetry and other stuff. But as long as you know, don't give him nipples. Hopefully, <laughs> I am excited to kind of see that. You know, another thing about those the franchises is the Batmobiles that come out. Like what's going on with the Batmobiles? So I am excited to see some of this stuff. You know, unfortunately, we have to wait a year, but. I have hot, really high hopes. Um, yes. Touching on superheroes, um, Suicide Squad 2, I just saw a preview for it. And I have zero clue who any of the people are. <laughs> I've never heard of Bloodsport, Javelin, Weasel, Ratcatcher, the Thinker, Polka Dot Man. So I have no idea what this movie is going to be, good or bad. Because I have no idea any of these villains at all. Yeah, but I yeah I don't really know what to expect. You know, I'm really you know I'm hoping it's good. DC, you know, outside Batman has had a huge, huge flops. Yeah, although Wonder Woman was I really enjoyed that, but to me the first one kind of felt basically Captain America, but a woman. But 1984, it looks amazing. Uh, I really enjoyed Aquaman, so hopefully they get the, this track going. Yeah, I I think it'll be. It'll be interesting um, to see what they do. Uh, I don't like that they didn't, they're not bringing back um, uh, Will Smith uh, for this. Well, one. they had a scheduling conflict, so that's yeah. they didn't recast him though. No, so they, they so they did leave that open for future times. Um, yeah, and I back. think that's why Bloodsport's coming in on that because yeah. it kind of it 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 kind of um, there adds some symmetry to it or or, or equivalence. Um, so. Yeah, so I mean, there is. Hopefully, it turns out good because I really enjoyed Harley Quinn and the Quinnettes or whatever it's called. I liked that movie a lot. I thought it was great. Margaret Robbie's amazing. So I mean, that's about all I got on that. Yep, same. I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, I don't know um, many of the new actors um, that are coming in, so it'll be really interesting to see how um, how that all works out. Okay, uh, moving right along. Um, kind of sad about this but netflix canceled altered carbon and i had i'm not a big anthony mackie fan and i had i didn't like him and i didn't really like the second season and i thought it was kind of dry um and i canceled it because of that fucking shit performance i thought the first season was amazingly done i had high hopes and then it kind of just like what the fuck is this shit yeah i was I just found out about it. I didn't know that it got canceled. Um, so, yeah, it would. 
it was one of my favorite shows on there. I love um, cyberpunk movies, cyberpunk um, uh, TV shows, anything like that where it's very, it's um, dark, gritty, neon future cities. Um, yeah. That's 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 my that's my jam. That's what I love. Uh, Joel Kinnaman, the original um, uh, lead in the first season of Altered Carbon. Knocked it out of the park. Was yeah. phenomenal that whole time. Um, I was. I questioned Anthony Mackie coming in. I knew him from um, the Avengers, um, you know, and thought, you know, hey, it, it could be a great role. I don't. I did not like that season at all. It was the second season. It was not anything that I wanted. Um, it, I didn't feel anything like the first season. Um, so I. I can see how it got canceled. Um, I know that they were planning on making the second or the third season a lot like the first, which I would love to see, but yeah. we're not going to be able to. So that's uh, it's unfortunate. unfortunate. Yeah, it is. And I, I happened by, you know, circumstance, I was just scrolling through. I'm like, okay, this looks interesting. Because a lot of these Netflix originals that I have no idea what they are turn out to be shit. Like, I'm like, this is stupid. But you know they're appealing to larger audiences across the world. So um, I am excited though. They did announce that there is they are coming out with a live action Resident Evil TV show in Netflix. And I love the Resident Evil games. I loved the movies. Um, I am excited to see kind of where they take this because it is so many great things. And you know the zombie fads kind of fading off, so this can bring it back. And you know, especially with. <laughs> viruses coming out of China kind of hits home to a lot of places. Yeah. The Umbrella Corporation. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's there's a lot of good stuff, and I'm really hoping they do it right because it seems Netflix does do a lot of stuff because they are throwing money because when I mean, their plan was they want they want to have some sort of rivalry too, like the Marvels and you know, Star Wars and stuff like that, but their own and they haven't really hit that. I they did I think they did with the, you know, with their Marvel stuff, but they obviously lost the rights to that. But I'm excited for this. I love everything about Resident Evil. The games are great. The shows were great. I mean, the movies are great, sorry. Yeah, I didn't um the first few were great. I didn't I don't think I watched um like the the newest two Resident Evil movies. Um, so. watch them. I mean, you could obviously, it's basically like fast, the fast series. They're just, you know, money grabbing, trying to go on and pumping and them out. Yeah. Bunch of characters, but nonetheless, it was still really good. Um, it's entertaining. You know, what you're getting, you know, you're going to get some fighting gore, some zombies and stuff like that. it's, you know, nothing yeah. special, but you know, it's familiar, just like the fast series. So you're going to be all right. Um, I mean, lastly, I know you have Jared Leto Tron. I haven't heard anything about that. Uh, yeah. So evidently Disney is redoing Tron. I don't know if they're redoing it or if it's going to be a, uh, another one coming out. Um, Jared Leto, um, released either a tweet or something, um, talking about it. Um, so meaning that, that it's happening. So I'm super pumped about that. Um, I was really hoping that we were going to get a third Tron movie. Um, cause I absolutely, the first two Tron movies I love. Um, yeah. second, I rewatched the second one, not too many weeks ago. Um, just because I, that's, I love it. It like the, the storyline and the, the idea of artificial intelligence and all of that stuff, um, coming out. And then when, coming out into the world with the second Tron is huge. It opens up a whole different story arc that I think is going to be great. So I hope that they continue on with that story arc, um, but I'm not positive if they are or what they're going to be doing with it. So I really wish they would make a second ready player one. That movie was amazing. They are. Second, oh, are they? The second book, uh, second book comes out um, this month. Um, wow. it's called Ready Player Two. <laughs> Fucking clever. Yep. Um, when does it come out? Oh, it comes out comes out uh, November twenty fourth. Um, so not this week. No. 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 <laughs> okay. No, I was thinking it was coming out this month. It, it, it is. Okay. Not. 
well, that gives me time to so, maybe read the first book, but and I think uh, I have it if you want, if you want it. Um, yep, germs. Yeah, that's true. But I'm hoping that um, with this book, I think I I would assume that a uh, movie is in pre-production already with it because that was a great fucking movie. Yeah, dude, that movie, that movie, I knew nothing about that, and that movie blew me away. Uh, you know, gave me the '80s nostalgia of you know, you gotta see Donkey or Kink or Donkey Kong. You gotta see the Millennium Falcon, not the Millennium Falcon, but well, it was Back mentioned. To the future car, the DeLorean. DeLorean. It was Millennium Falcon was mentioned in the movie. But I mean, this like if that technology was around today, I mean, that'd be I wouldn't ever leave home. I mean, you can do anything you want there, and I could see. Oh yeah, a full body haptic suit with a mesh um, oh, yeah. crotch inlay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen that movie a lot. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, speaking of that, I mean, there's actual like sex toys out there now where you can like put something on your wiener and someone can control it like a mouth, like from across the world or whatever. Yep. Yep, that's science for Sorry. you. Kids show shouldn't have brought up sex toys. Um, I really don't have much more for movies or shows. I mean, I haven't really watched anything. I'm kind of rewatching some old stuff right now. Um, I don't really not. I know the boys comes out tomorrow. I'm super pumped for that. Same with well, Mulan. You know, I'm not paying the money to, to watch. I'm one. I'm going to. So I'll give a review on that next uh, podcast. Um, okay, just Facetime me so I can watch it. Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, one of the movie, I mean, one of the shows that I recently started um, uh, binging is um, "Halt and Catch Fire." It was an AMC movie or AMC oh, show yeah. um, regarding um, tech in the eighties, um, early eighties, oh. and it's um, it's really good. I I have two episodes left. Um, there's only four seasons in it, so. I 100% um, was not expecting to love this show, and I fucking binged it the whole weekend. So I highly it recommend it. It comes out with a lot of good good stuff. Um, I think I started watching like Washington Spies, but forgot about it. But I forgot. I, wa- I recently watched High Score, which is a documentary about the gaming industry itself and how that came to be. And that was am- amazing. I'm not a big documentary person, but. When it comes to stuff like that and the history of the, you know, the thing that I love to do and kind of how Atari and Nintendo and everything else came to be, and, you know, and the, you got to see the throwbacks to Sonic and MTV and stuff like that. So if you're looking for a great documentary, it's six, ep- six episodes, six or six or eight episodes. And it's basically the evolution starting with like an Atari up until kind of like now. And it was absolutely amazing. Um, I did watch Lucifer as well for people out there who like Lucifer. Um, this season was kind of weird, but you know it's only half out, so the next half looks really interesting. I don't want to give anything away for people that watch it, but um, other than that, I don't really know much that's coming out um, that I'm excited for. We kind of had that big release of Netflix movies and stuff already, but hopefully, you know, stuff comes out here soon. We can give you some reviews. Um, you know, we will have the boys and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm pretty. I think we're pretty much done with you know movies and TV shows. Yeah. Nope, I think that was about it for me. All right. We're going to jump into some video game discussion. I'm going to start out with my big thing, which is World of Warcraft Shadowlands coming October 26th. I am Nerd. so excited. Pre-patch is probably two or three weeks away. Um, a lot of changes are constantly on the PTR, working on class changes for all you people out there. They're removing a lot of stuff off the GCD, which is global cooldowns to kind of help DPS. Um, you know, got the covenant aspect of it, and they did show that the premium back PvP vendors. Um, the, the level squish is going down to 50, so we're going to go to 50 to 60. So I'm super excited for this, because Battle for Azeroth was kind of was a huge letdown. But I you know I'm the only one who plays this game, so I'm excited for it. I have been waiting for this game for a very long time. I've been playing this game for fucking 15, 16 years. <laughs> so, anyways, if you're all my wow nerds out there, 
Shadowlands is coming out. Super pumped for it. A lot of good things, hopefully, in store. A lot of changes. They listen to their fans. So that's that's my thing. And on top of that, I also got to test New World. I got to do a stress test. Um, it's interesting because it's supposed to be it's this open world type of thing. And you go around and you do these different quests and gathering and stuff. I don't know if they're going to have dungeons and raids because you do all the hitting and moving yourself. So I don't know how you could actually coordinate like a big 20, 30 man raid or something, but maybe there is, you know, things like that was very limited. Um, it is from Amazon. They did push it back a whole year, but you know, the, the limited time I got to play it, you know, it was, it was interesting. I did enjoy it, but I just don't know if it has like some sustainability with these other games that, you know, have like that, but well, you know, it's a year away, so we'll find out, you know, stuff that they add or take away. Yeah, when is it uh, supposed to be released now? Sometime Great. in 2021, next year? Yeah. Yep. So it's 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 kind of shocking Spring to 2021, me. Spring 2021, because it was supposed to be released last week. Yeah, it's, it's shocking to me that they're still um, doing beta testing and stuff like the stress testing this early, um, which makes me... Honestly, it makes me feel good about the game. For one, that means that um, the only thing that they have to worry about going forward is probably just the graphics and storyline um, and what they want to do with that. Um, yeah, I'd much rather have a game you know, take their time and then just release a piece of shit than try to fucking hot fix and patch it throughout. Yeah, That's plagued a lot of games that like, oh, we need to get this out, but it's clearly not close to being finished. And then they just try to fix it on the fly and, you know, you just out a bunch of money. And you just yep. waste it it's the same. That's the same thing that happened with um, destiny Two. Um, it came out. It wasn't, it wasn't ready. There wasn't a storyline. There wasn't a whole lot of stuff coming with it. Um, and they're like, Oh, it's, it'll come out. But it was like four or five months down the line that it came out. Same thing happened with division division came out. It that looked awesome. And I loved the gameplay with it, but they're just, there wasn't anything to do except grind. Um, there wasn't yeah. any new storylines coming out, and and so it was it was very tough. And it's hard to get back into a game um, once you already have that idea that uh, it's garbage. <laughs> yeah, but Destiny too, since they went away from Activision, it's now back on themselves with Bungie on Steam. They brought a lot of people back, and there's a big expansion coming out that a lot of people are excited for. So, I mean, we played Destiny, what, like a couple months ago or whatever, and I enjoyed it. You know, yeah. I really did. And, you know, speaking of that Destiny-ish type of game, you know, that's kind of how the Marvel Avengers game felt to me. You know, it's, I got, I played the beta a little bit over the weekend. You had limited characters you could only play, but you basically just redid missions over and over again and leveled up your character. So I don't. I know the game drops tomorrow, but if you pre-order, I think people are already playing it. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of possibilities there. But yeah. I mean, there's... the more I the more I kind of played it, the more I did kind of enjoy it. I mean, starting off, I was like, "This is kind of stupid," um, but you know, that was because I was limited on our character plays. But it kind of just felt like you like, okay, we're here. Let's go do this mission. We complete it. You get whatever ranking you got for it. You get your rewards. And that's it. So they didn't really have, like the beta will have a really good flow test. And not only that, to get to the multiplayer, it was almost two, three hours into the game before you could actually even do anything with other people. And the beta, like the preload, didn't really explain a lot of features. Yeah. So you kind of just like we're figuring stuff out like as you're playing the game. So. I don't know. I hope they kind of fix some stuff, but I mean, yeah, I might I, give it a try, but I watched some streams. Um, Tim Tatman did it earlier this week. Um, they had with like Dr. Lupo and a couple other guys. Um, and yeah, that was the main thing is like that for the first large chunk, they couldn't play with each other. It was because they have to go through their individual storyline or they have to do these things by themselves to understand how to play the game. Um, it, yeah, it it 
if you want to jump in with a friend to do it, it's not the game to do it, you know, right away. You have to yeah. grind it out a little bit um, by yourself. It's, it's Yeah, it's. I think it was like over two hours before I beat, because there's, you play the, you start off and you kind of give us a story and it goes through each character and then each little section you beat, it gives you kind of a basic understanding of their abilities. And then it kind of the then like oh, Captain America and whoever these guys die trying to save stuff, and then it goes into you play the Young Avengers, you play as Miss Marvel and Hulk, and then you kind of go through this little story at the AIM facility, and then you beat that, you get you find the you know um, ship, and you go through the ship part, and then you got to do one more mission where as Iron Man, and it's this fighting simulator kind of explains the controls. So, I mean, it was about two or three hours, and me and Eric did play it. You know, we did probably, you know, five or six missions. There was some bugs, but... Yeah, that's what I've been seeing also, is where um, um, some of the people can't... They weren't able to finish a, a mission because one of the um, the computer-based players um, was stuck and wouldn't die. Yep. And so they couldn't do anything. They just were sitting there and they couldn't do anything yeah. with it. So Yeah, it was... we, we literally had it. We cleared everything. And there was like one NPC like helper, like shield agent. Like just kept hiding. And like when you got close, you could hear him getting hit. But there was nothing there. Wait, was that so... your stream? That was your stream I watched. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, you watched my stream. <laughs> I do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. So yeah. Yeah, I mean that was it was, I was frustrated, but I knew it was beta. I knew there was going to be issues like yeah. that. But um, going on to another game that we've played and got some updates was Grounded. So they did add some stuff into Grounded. They added some new facilities, um, some new science stuff. There's um, some birds now, and you know we didn't, we kind of only got some feathers. We didn't get to see it up close and personal because eric fell off um <laughs> the spiders are still super aggressive but i mean they, they added some different stuff i know it's still early access but they're looking at adding some bees and some wasps which are would be fucking frightening that scares the and shit then, out of me yeah um and then not only that so they had some fish and so it, it does have potential um, if they can get get some stuff right, it is still super frightening. Like the grubs now, when you walk by, are loud as shit. It's like, rawr, 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 rawr. like what the <laughs> hell? You know, I jumped multiple times throughout the game, like I normally do. But I'm excited that if they can get it right and keep adding stuff, that it could be a really great game. But right now, it's just kind of like stalemate because it's so hard to kill this stuff still. Yeah. Without without this uh, certain tools, it's yeah you just end up shooting um, uh, you know forty fifty arrows into a spider before it dies. So and not only that, they are so fast and it's hard to block. It's just it's impossible. So yeah, yeah we did we did make uh, ladybug armor, which helps your blocking. It was kind of helpful to kind of knock this stuff down, but we still struggled. Yeah, but um, you know it happens. So. We played it a little bit, you know, it's something you can hop on for a little bit and screw around and play. Um, and then we're going to move on to uh, Fall Guys. They added a bunch of new stuff into Fall Guys, which, you know, now you can actually sort by their party members, which we were, we're talking about ones our biggest. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's one of the biggest things that we, we, uh, we said that they need to rather, you know, so you can um, watch your other party members when you, if you, already qual or to qualify um yeah so that's that's great um yeah a lot, a lot of other bug fixes um that they had um but yeah other yeah than that. and there was a fucking nerf to the yellow team i didn't even know that that's when you guys talked about it last time how the yellow team always loses and sucks well apparently had a fucking speed nerf to it <laughs> but i mean it's still fun so many people are playing it i literally watched this guy's video this guy was hacking and he lost uh, fall mountain he couldn't get the crown he kept falling yeah the dude hacked he was there probably a full minute or two before everybody else oh my couldn't God. figure out how to jump get the he was that bad he hacked the game and he still lost still sucked. how bad do you have to be to hack and lose yep 
Yeah. But, uh, no, um, and not only that, the new se- second season is coming out um, next month um, for Fall Guys. So if you are into it, um, I highly recommend playing it. It is a great time. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great party game. I there I have no complaints. I mean, you get what you get. Yes, the geometry sucks on it sometimes when jumping, but what do you expect? I mean, <laughs> my, my favorite thing is this dude that just grieves people. That is my favorite thing to watch is this dude just doesn't care about winning, just wants to fucking ruin your. He just wants to see the world burn. <laughs> like he literally stays at the edge and grabs people and they fall. Or he like makes them like does a lot of through and like there's that one where there's like that two yellow beams that go into the one beam he just stood right at the the ones <laughs> they couldn't get by him uh like the slime rising yep. like dude, dude that's great I mean it's absolutely great I mean it's <laughs> definitely a fun game you know yeah. I mean it's definitely a social game you know like you know a lot of people play Mario Party together and you know drinking games and that this is definitely something you could do you could hop in Discord or xbox or playstation chat and you can make a drinking game out of it with your buddies i mean you really could i mean it would be fun to kind of do it it's it's to screw around it's a fun dumb game that kills time but it's taking the world by storm man yep. everyone playing it. i was watching ronda rousey today i didn't know she even streamed yeah she but, streams on facebook yeah came across it. she had three thousand people are watching it and yep. she was had some of the other female streamers in there girl power Yep, she's. But, a, I mean, if you're looking for a game just to screw around with, Fall Guys, man. Absolutely. Yep. Um, I suppose we should uh, move into Call of Duty. Now, Call of Duty. I have been haven't really played much this week. I don't. We got to do the end game event. I really hope they do more of those because that was just it was so much fun to do. You know, kind of like Fortnite does. But you got to do that live event, and you kind of raced around and did different like secret missions and stuff. There was one part we had to go get a key down in this tunnel, and I was a dick and I camped it downstairs, <laughs> so no one else could come down. But I'm like, I don't care, I'm getting kills, man. Yeah, but no. I mean, that, that was... was a lot. Of, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, not only that, you got special like items that you're not going to get again. Kind of like I got that Burger King thing. So, I mean, that was a lot of fun. I know you enjoyed it too. I know there was a race to get in there. and Yeah. But... I don't think that, yeah, the, the race to get into the um, stadium at the end was pretty cool. Um, how every, you just see herds and herds of people just running towards yeah. the stadium. And it was, it was, I had, it, it's weird to say, but it made me, made me, love the game again a little bit you know what i mean when you're a kid you get a new game then you really that's the excitement that i got in this in-game event and it's because you're experiencing something for the first time most call of duty most call of duty is the same stuff over and over but this was unique this was new well i mean not only that this game has been has been unique in their multiplayer because they don't basically have the three lanes on their maps. They kind of had like these different aspects, which was a lot of, it was fun to see this time around, but I liked it. They didn't necessarily tell you where the stuff was at and you had to figure it out and use your brain and you had a time limit to get it. Yeah. You know, and I, I literally got met the dude. I think I had like 30 seconds left on my clock. But yeah, I mean, was... kind of gave you like some coordinates where to go, and you actually had to go find it and do stuff on your own. It's not like, oh, here it is. Because so many games today, they don't really challenge you because they know yeah. it's too challenging. People aren't going to play. That's what I love about Dark Souls. That game is one of the hardest games I've ever played in my life. Yeah. To kill the first boss, I think it took me like seven years. <laughs> but I mean, it's just like it was that. You got to find stuff and kind of like it was a special event. I really hope they do more of these special events kind of things. You know, just to engage with them and have these things. It was like you said; it kind of did give you like re excitement into the game. So. Yeah, um, they nerfed the uh, the Bruin. They nerfed the Bruin, and then what do they do? Oh, here's a brand new OP gun, the Finn. I I I shot the Finn. Um, I tried to play with it. I do not like it. It sucks. Um, it. I it I think I think people are over exaggerating um, on the accuracy and um, the effectiveness of that gun. Um, I used well, it. Multi- it was garbage. Player, if you use it like the like with the hole, like the chainsaw, you just wreck. 
but there really is no recoil on it. That's why I think most guns shred is because you can keep it steady here and not to worry about it. The only Achilles heel is the reload. But yeah. I mean, speaking of OP metas now, that fucking Origin 12 can go suck a dick. Uh, tired yeah. of that the shit. Origin, and then especially with the fire breath um, shotgun now, also is yeah. everybody's running that. It is you can't you can you don't feel safe running into buildings anymore. So it's just adding fuel to fucking campers to just sit in a damn. So well, they did that with the FAMAS shotgun underbarrel yeah. too. I mean, so people are from what I'm seeing is that people are starting to get the crowns, the the most wanted's, sitting in a fucking building now just with that shotgun and just dominating anybody that comes in. It's yeah, it's um, it's a bullshit. Not a, it's, it's not a, a fair fight. It's, it's not, man. Yeah. That's the thing I like. I hate about you know this game. Is that you have to run specific things to really stand a chance, and you can't really like yeah. play outside. You got to, you know, when the game started, it was you had to have the M4, otherwise you would get shredded. Then you know you had to have the Bruin, you know, and then still like the MP5 is still shreds. And then it was, you know, this I'd really like some class balance in these guns so I could play with the guns that I enjoy and not have to worry about getting out gun because my even though. If we shoot at the same time for the exact same good, if like I, I'm not great, but if I'm some of my own caliber, I'm gonna lose because of their loadout that they pick. Yeah, and that's super frustrating. That's like I liked about Black Ops. You didn't have these loadouts. You had these guns on the ground, and you know you went to the Cordite store. I love the Cordite. No one ever had the Cordite, but I did because I got out the Cordite store. <laughs> Tom and to Zach, who won't listen to this. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, I think. I think uh, Call of Duty is doing some good things, especially with the updates and stuff. I am super excited for uh, Black Ops um, Cold War that's coming out um, in November. November. Well, why? Because you're they're not going to have a battle royale. It's going to be. It's yeah. It's going to be um, Warzone. They're updating. That's why they're doing. That's why they did the in-game event and everything. They're just updating Warzone with new characters and stuff like that. So the why would people even buy Black Ops Cold War if they're just gonna want to stick playing to Warzone? Because there's probably a lot of guns and stuff that are going that aren't going to be able to um, be in there. So the free game they're gonna make people pay for to play to get guns. Yeah, because Warzone is free. Yeah. And that- that was the huge Achilles heel with Black Ops. You had to own Call of Duty, yep. uh, Black Ops 4, to play it. When this came out, they released Warzone free. Yep. I don't know if that's, that's so, stupid. Well, think about it this way. So um, Warzone. So currently Warzone, it, to get the Bruin, you had to either play multiplayer games or purchase it. Right. Those were the only two ways that you could get it. The best way to rank up guns no. to get all the attachments. Yeah. No, no. There was a challenge. You could have got it in Warzone. It would have been a lot harder. But it didn't say you had to play in multiplayer. You just had to get three kills near smoke in one game, which would have been super hard to do in Warzone. <laughs> but it's possible. I'm just saying. But I think that's I think that's where they're they're rolling with it. But yeah, it's it's going to be um, Warzone is just going to they're just going to update that, and they've already said that that's what their plan is with Warzone is just upgrade it um, to through um, future Call of Duties. Oh, so I guess I guess yeah. they have to make their money somehow. Those greedy fucks who can't fix footsteps speaking of money i ended up i did end up buying the new mora um kitty cat um operator does your tiktok teach you nothing about spending money nope (laughs) i love it oh god but but yeah yeah call it call of duty it's it's getting a little bit better i feel not everybody's running the same classes i don't feel anymore i think there's you see you see people with rams you see people with bruins m4s and in uh the grouse now so you're you're seeing more variety i think um everything really? is yeah there's, i am there's there's i see 
rarely the M4 anymore, but you see it. You see the Growl, you see the Bruin, you see the Kilo, and the, I guess, yeah. So the, the assault rifles also. There. Yeah. So yeah, there is a little variety there, but if you run an SMG, it's MP5. MP5, MP7, every, yeah. Yeah, then everyone's running the shotgun now. I don't, you don't really see that many people sniping anymore, which is shocking. Oh, yeah, I have been. I still run the AX50. Um, I switched back to the um, to the HDR for a moment. I don't I like it. Did not enjoy it, so I went back to the AX50. So yeah, I've always liked the AX, AX50 over the HDR personally. I am running Car Ram Rod just because I want to do something different. Um, so I'm trying that out. But other than that, man, it's basically the same. But I, you're right. There is a little variety in it. You know, between the, those guns, so there, you know, there is the thing I did like about the fin though is they had different barrel options that did different things, which isn't on any other guns. I really like that concept of like these special attachments on stuff, yeah, to kind of make it how you want to play. So, I mean, that was really cool to me. I did like that a lot that they did add that in with this with this specific gun, and I hope they do it in future guns as well. Yeah, and I yeah I think that that would be really interesting, especially if you have say you well they they have done that a few times with different like attachments to where like you, to get rapid fire or to um, get an extended Kimbo. mag or yeah Kimbo oh. and stuff where you had to do that stuff. Um, but I think that that would be really interesting to where you get a special barrel that does something different or a different sight um, that could possibly do. Um, something different. I don't like the fact that you wouldn't be able to use the same stuff across different um, LMGs and stuff like that, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it, it'll be interesting to see how they, um, how they work that all together uh, moving forward. I think that's going to be it for us. Do you have any closing uh, thoughts, statements? No, I just loved uh, going back to movies. I know that that's basically, yeah. basically been my closing statement. Um, pretty much every single one, uh, every single podcast that we've had is that I hate not being able to go to movies. I'm super excited that we got to go back. It was great. I ate way too much popcorn in two days, um, but it is. Uh, it's great. And yeah, uh, it I love peanut I... M&M's. <laughs> I, I agree. I love it. It's back. And then, you know, originally they said Black Widow is going to go on video on demand, but now they're pulling it back and that's going to release in theater. I think you've got to see these movies in your theater because people can't afford the surrounds on the big screen at home. There's something about the movie experience that is very special. I don't like the ones like um, flicks where you sit down and you can eat and other stuff. Like, nope, get away from me. I just want a seat that reclines. My big screen, I get scared. I hold your hand. There we go. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. This so I thank podcast. you guys for stopping down, stopping by, and we'll see you guys next time. Make sure you know you tell us what you think of these movies and games and stuff you want us to do a review, and uh, we'll watch them and give them a try. Thanks, guys. Thank you.